Hello, friends. We're excited about this week of Yay Dude. We have some very special guests. The boys, Sean and Ty from Whiskey Lodian, will be joining us to talk about this absolutely buckwild episode of Hey Dude called Magnum Ernst. It was amazing, and these guys were really fun to talk to. So please go check out their show, Whiskey Lodian. You can find it all over the place on the pod places where you get them. Those guys love to cuss almost as much as we do, if not more. So there are some naughty words in this week's episode. If you like Hey Dude and want to watch it along with us, you can find it for streaming on Amazon or Paramount+. Plus. You can also purchase it for download on iTunes. But you certainly don't have to watch along with us to still enjoy the ride. So buckle up for Magnum Ernst. Oh, I have a unicorn horn. I like it. Thank you. I like you. How are you this day? I like you too. Do you want to get into this? Yeah. But do you want to give us the rundown? for First, should we say welcome to Yay Dude? Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Yay Dude. It's a Hey Dude Rewatch podcast with me, Jess. And me, T. Hi, Risa. T. T- Hello, Teresa. Teresa. T Rex. T Bone. Oh, we have a treat today. So, first, this episode's going to be a little different. We've got a couple of guests coming in to chat about it, and it is Magnum Ernst. Uh, season four, episode three, aired on September twenty first, nineteen ninety. Ready for the synopsis? Yeah. What were you doing that day? So we were just getting back to school. Mm -hmm. That would have been first grade. All right. So first grade, September. Miss Minnick's class, we she was known for having animals in the classroom all the time. Um, Oh, so there's a connection then to this episode. mm -hmm. She -hmm. started the year off with a bang like we had goats in the classroom, (gasps) I think. And I loved her. I loved I, her so much. I had recess with her every day. Oh, this is the one that you would have recess with. <laughs> I refused to play with other children and would just like ask to go back in and pet the goats. I do not blame you. Chat with Miss Minnick. Oh, Miss Minnick. How old was she? Oh, probably between 27 and 55. <laughs> As most <laughs> teachers tend to be. Um, I think that kids' perception of age is pretty warped. It's so far off. It's so far off. Well, that sounds amazing. What were you doing? I was probably singing songs about apples. Nice. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And meanwhile, these teens were burning up and... Arizona. <laughs> That's true. Hey, real quick before you get into the synopsis. Yeah. Can can you play a little game with me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I was on a walk earlier mm-hmm. and um, an older gal was walking by and I don't know the context at all. But what I did hear her say was, and that was a bad beagle. <laughs> oh. So what do you think she was talking about? 
bad beagle. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm guessing. God, I hate to say it. It's so stereotypical. But um, I'm pretty sure it was sandwich thievery related. Oh, that is so stereotypical. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the beagles and most dogs who are bad are sandwich thieves. Ah, yes, that could be it. What was your first thought? First thought, best thought. I Is it possible that she got the word beagle and bugle confused mm. and mm. she just heard some really bad bugle music earlier or ate a particularly bad bugle (laughs) snack i think he nailed it i think that's what it is anyway (laughs) speaking of bad beagles (laughs) you talking about the synopsis yes (laughs) this episode was full of bad beagles when sheriff cody asks mr ernst to temporarily fill in as sheriff for the area Mr. Ernst quickly lets it get to his head and soon takes his new responsibility far too seriously. Listener, you can't see it, but I'm just shaking my head still in disbelief. I watched this over a month ago and I still I still can't stop shaking my head. Yeah, it was a wild ride. It was written by Clifford Fagan. Oh man. He, he is unpredictable. He, he is. Just, I I am really into whatever his writing style is. I want to know who, like, whose writing class did he take in college? And please point me in the direction of this professor and their wild mind. Uh, Directed by Fred Keller. Oh, that, yeah. Um, Had a couple of guest stars. Jay Floyd played Sheriff Cody. Catherine E. Roberts plays. Now, this is confusing because she's credited as Miss Dibble. But it is very clear that her name was Miss Vanderdibble. Yeah. And then there's Frida M. M. The middle, the, the first M is the letter and the second is E-M-M-E. And she played Ida Rill. And then there's this guy who's been in the credits for the last several many episodes of this season and also of next season. Jacob Carnus. Hmm. Who is a guest in in parentheses that says uncredited, and but he's in the credits. Mm-hmm. What is that? Or like he's on IMDb. Credits, oh, gotcha. Rather. Okay, gotcha. not in the show credits. Okay, he has added himself presumably, <laughs> and he looks like a very powerful magician in his photo. Oh yes, yeah, very so, powerful magician. I would like to know all about him. <laughs> uh, Sheriff Cody was in a, a 1994 movie um, called Girl Crazy as well. It was the only credit for the other guests at the ranch. There also just, would you like a miscellaneous goof from IMDb on this one? Yeah. Mr. Ernst wants to send a sample of Jake's hair to Mrs. Mr. Rhodes' chemistry class at the junior high but someone in, not in law enforcement gaining access to evidence for forensic purposes breaks the chain of command and it may render the evidence inadmissible. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Oh. If you watch the episode, like, to... Got it. Please note. Please that, note. This is inadmissible. Yeah. Completely inadmissible. 
<laughs> I want to know who wrote that goof. That's great. Uh, too. Yeah, I can't even remember. To be honest with you, how this one all went down. I I watched Oof. it a long time ago. I it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, I can't. Do you want me to just read you my notes real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, it's in bullet point form in shimmery gel pen on a paper bag. So I can't read them very well. Um, It says, toad following. Danny wants a bar none museum with flora and fauna. And he just saw, and Buddy just saw a roadrunner and it was walking. We saw a walking roadrunner. The roadrunners we saw did not run. They didn't. They walked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, next bullet. Mr. E is new sheriff. Next <laughs> bullet. Gives Brad a ticket and she'll write her congressman. Next bullet. Lucy says, you shouldn't handle a gun if you don't know how to use it. Right. I'd like to come back to that bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> next bullet. Jake meditating. Buddy Brings a Mr. Cactus head. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> next bullet. Madam Sonia, gypsy fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Next bullet. Mrs. Vanderbibble, old lady needlepoint charm bracelet. Mm-hmm. Next bullet. Buddy and Danny in khakis, desert <laughs> salamander. Mm-hmm. Next bullet. They catch a pack rat. There you go. That's the episode. That's it. Thank you for raising those very important points of the episode. Um, and that's pretty much it. So nothing else to talk about here this week, folks. Yeah. Do you even want to watch it? I do because it was incredible. Okay. Cool. Let's go. What? Okay. So yeah, you. The point is of this one is that the sheriff has to go get what I'm assuming is hemorrhoid surgery. He mm-hmm. talks for a little bit about how much his butt hurts from riding on the bumpy road. And now he'll be at the hospital now. <laughs> so pretty sure that's what he's implying. And instead of anything that makes sense, he gives his gun and everything else to Mr. Ernst. Uh-huh. He's like, you'd be the sheriff now. Well, I get but my not butt of fixed. this whole county. You can stay on your ranch and do the sheriff thing. That's a good point. With this gun. Yeah. Yeah. The, the episode was a little irresponsible, and then it just kind of made it seem like, here, have a gun, and then just you can shoot stuff. Well, but Mr. Ernst carries around a squirt gun, and Lucy calls him on it and is like, you know, we can do some gun safety training. Mm-hmm. But then he just knocks himself over with the gun. Yeah, can we also talk about the gun safety training and how the target that she pulls up for him to practice shooting at is a person? <laughs> yeah, well, th- it is a cartoon person. Yeah. But it's still, um, yeah, your target, you should not be. They didn't even have legs on it. <laughs> Look, I'm not a gun person. I don't know anything about them. So I'm not one who should be talking much uh, about what you should or shouldn't do with a gun. But I do know gun people. And I think, though, where we all agree is 
you shouldn't just hand over a gun in the gravel parking lot to a guy who's never had one and then just be like, here's my gun. Yeah, that's bad sheriffing. Like, really bad sheriffing. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it basically got more wild from there. The premise got weirder. Yeah, the whole fortune telling entrapment thing was an interesting <laughs> aspect. I think it was entrapment. <laughs> Who was he trying to entrap again? Well, in certain states, it's illegal to pay a fortune teller. Uh. Um, I did look. It is not illegal in Arizona. Who knows oh. what was true in 1990? But... um. It is true in Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Hmm. Um, And that's been, it's been coming up lately. Some of my witchy friends in those states are like getting the crackdown about their tarot practices. Huh, interesting. Do you think this came about from like the spiritualism movement back after the Civil War Mm. and like taking advantage of widows and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it gets pretty scammy. It's a fine line in that world. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how it could get really scammy. I There's a, um, oh, I'm listening to a Buck Wild podcast right now called Ghost Town. It's very Ooh. good. But he gets livid at like this ghost hunter kind. No, not a ghost. He gets livid at a um, medium that's talking because he's just like, I can see how this could, you could really take advantage of people people who are like really looking for something, how this could just be so bad and dangerous. And I'm assuming that's the intent of those laws, but that is an interesting thing to have on the books. Yeah. And it's a really interesting thing for Mr. Ernst to like really hone in. on. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta take care of this big problem. That's been plaguing the ranch Mm -hmm. by dressing up as the only fortune teller. (laughs) Gotta get into my, uh, dress up box and see what we have here he pulled it <sighs> off he really did he made a pretty good madam sonia i would have paid have you ever used a crystal ball um not for divination purposes mm. but what purposes did you use it for it's a pretty orb that ah. is beautiful <laughs> so just like gazing at it yeah, just gazing. My parents gave it to me when I was like 10. Aww. And I still have it. Well, his crystal ball was made out of mercury glass. I think it was a witching ball from just garden decor. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, oh, um, definitely didn't look crystal. Yeah, don't have it uncovered. Like you, ha- you must cover it up. Is that right? Yeah, because uh, they can start very serious fires if the sunlight goes through them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why they cover it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I live in a basement, so I don't have to cover mine. But I always thought it was like a don't let the spirits out kind of a thing. No, just just due to the sunlight. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's illegal, but it's not illegal in Arizona. But that's what he's trying to trap people in paying him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, we um, went to the Tanky Verde Ranch and they had just like a very 
very wide assortment of activities that we could do mm-hmm. on their on their front lawn, much as he is here on their front lawn. I did not see fortune telling. Not that week. There were some interesting ones, like the like throwing pine needles into a fire and making silver jewelry out of it. Mm-hmm. Thing. That one looked really fun. Looked really cool. And I'm still kind of sad that we didn't make a belt buckle for for Joe Torres, but I know. Uh. Y'all, if you go to the Tanky Verde Ranch, like you gotta spend some time. We could have done so many more activities. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they do have some fortune telling classes. And listen, if we have a get together with all of the yay dude fans mm-hmm. and have this big party at the Tanque Verde, which is my dream for mm-hmm. our season, for our, the finale of the show. Mm-hmm. I think that would be amazing. I would read the crap out of everybody's fortunes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then we'll have to call the cops on you. No, not in Arizona. Well, but it's still in Arizona to call the cops on you for something else then. Okay, good. Well, that about does it. <laughs> Would you like uh, to know some facts? Yes. And then we should probably talk about the climax of the plot here as well. Oh, I didn't even write about that. Um, my facts are this week are animal facts. And okay. one is that there is a desert salamander. Oh. Um, uh, salamanders are largely aquatic beings. So I was like, Danny, come on. That's not even a thing. But there is one. And it is not extinct, even though they thought it was in the mid-90s. Oh. And also, they're called California salamanders. And I don't know if they expand the range into Arizona. And two, uh, uh, the pack rat that stole the needlepoint and charm bracelet yeah, from the guests. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Whatever. It wasn't Jake. It wasn't Jake. He's an, a literal pack rat. Mm-hmm. Stole their stuff. And she, meaning lady in a unitard. Yeah, and, it was and a then the old really lady. beautiful unitard. Very beautiful. They do, in fact, steal things. Uh, trash and metallic objects such as coins and keys are among their favorite targets. I don't know what it was doing with the needle point, but charm maybe bracelet. The, maybe point. it was the actual needle that attracted it. I heard they do like oh. shiny stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. this old lady is amazing. She's quintessentially old. She's so old and she's having a freaking panic attack about this needle point and she breathes into a paper bag that's got a banana peel in it way to go danny but gosh i just keep thinking every season how much better and better these extras and these npcs are <laughs> mhm they really i and i was um pretty impressed with sheriff cody who was you know he also had some had some lines and said them good. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, Mr. Ernst is a buffoon as usual. I can't take it. It I 
It's hard for me to talk about this episode because I want everyone listening to go and watch it so mm-hmm. badly. It's really but, important. Right. That you I, do watch. Yeah. I think it's I think it's incredibly important. And I think do your duty. Go check out this episode and then and then you tell us about it. I I'm I'm interested in hearing some reactions to this one. I can't articulate mm-hmm. how wild it was. That somebody, uh, multiple people were like, yeah, this makes sense. This is how it would go down when the sheriff's getting butt surgery. <laughs> Suspend it's, it's nonsensical. Nonsensical. Like, just completely nonsensical. And I think that's really... Did Sam watch this one? No. I should have him watch it. Yeah, I'm I curious. I'm interested to see what he thinks about it. That's a good question. Like, is it so nonsensical that even a five and a half year old would be like, what the hell? Yeah. Because I feel like this would be my jam as a five and a half year old. Like, yeah. this is the kind of absurdity mm-hmm. that I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a good reminder uh, to myself again that this ep- this show was not made for 40 year old women. Mm hmm. But I did like it. I had a good mm-hmm. time watching it. It was a ride. And we get some tubs playing. That's true. I, again, Jeffrey Coy, playing Coy. Playing Coy. In this episode, he he does not make an appearance at all. Uh, their use of him as an actor is really interesting to me. Yeah. Or rather, non, non, non-use. <laughs> non-use. He wasn't in the last episode either, was he? No, he was not. He wasn't. Yeah. Not. Which was weird, right? Because wasn't it Christmas and so they didn't invite him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad. <laughs> oh. It's interesting looking in on this scene here where Mr. Ernst is pulling out Jake's hair uh, mm-hmm. to see, like, I, I know exactly where they're looking from right here. Like, we mm-hmm. took pictures from that angle. That's amazing. I'm trying to think. I know we haven't said a whole heck of a lot about this episode, but is this a good place to maybe call in some other, make a make a phone call on the podcast phone to some others who watched this episode? Pod phone? Yeah. Should we call Sean and Ty, the hosts of Whiskey Lodian? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Hello? Teresa, how are you? Oh my god, hi Ty. Do you have Sean there too? I do. I'm I got here. Sean with me. I'm here, right next to uh, Ziggy the Husky. Yeah, we just made a cocktail. It's amazing. I don't know if you have anything with you, but we just made a blackberry lemonade bourbon cocktail. Amazing. How weird. I actually do too, but mine's just about done. And uh, I, I went light on the bourbon because I have to coach Sam's kindergarten soccer team here in a little bit but why are you going like then that's a perfect time if your <laughs> coach was probably drunk i think my coach probably was drunk and i think that would be a nice way to continue the the deep tradition of athleticism in my family yeah we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see what's up um well i'm so excited to have you both on this show to talk a little bit about hey dude <gasps> are we on the show yeah, we we do Ooh. a show. I know you do kind of... a show. I didn't know if we were going to be on the show. You just called no, us. You're on... Oh, I just called. I just that's right. I just called you. No, you're this on the show. Is it okay that I'm recording? I forgot. In in the state of California, I have to tell you that I'm recording you. 
In North Carolina, <laughs> we we don't have to. It's uh, we're just a bunch of jokesters over here. I missed that. We didn't use my old state. We didn't have to tell. Well, we're super excited to be on your yeah. show. What's up, though? What can we do for you? Well, first of all, I wanted to say, Ty, we basically met because of a Facebook group that we're in that is mostly people with like religious and or business podcasts. And we're, I think, the two on there that have Nickelodeon rewatch podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this is true. Yeah, it was meant to be. I'm glad that there are two of us uh, out there on social media in a sea of business podcasts. So I feel like this... Nick- Nickelodeon is a religion. Right. And so Nickelodeon is, is a re- yeah. religion, but a lot of the podcasts in that group are just like, hey, we're business owners and we're looking for other business owners who mm-hmm. have had life changing experiences that we can convince people to start their own business. Oh, yeah. so we're going to talk about hustle culture today. We're going to talk Ooh. about hustle culture. We're going to we're going to be real Ted McGriffs and just all about that hustle. Um, but Ted's not in this one, unfortunately. He will be back soon. We're into season four, so it's only a few more episodes if you've got a Ted countdown calendar. But first, Ooh. why don't you tell me so that we can tell everyone about uh, your podcast and and what you do and what you're bringing, what kind of expertise you're bringing to this rewatch today. So we are Nickelodeon's premier drunk rewatch podcast. So we like to go back over all the shows, typically in the golden 90s, and while we're having great whiskey or whiskey cocktails, we're sitting there discussing the show. We actually just had Teresa on, and we were sitting there talking about Hey Dude, uh, where we covered the pilot. So if we're on your show, what episode are we covering? So this one we're going to talk about is Magnum Ernst. No, shut up. We just watched that. Magnum Ernst. it's like Magnum P.I. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm really interested, as you have, have watched the pilot and as we discuss on, on your show, which if you haven't yet, folks, go check it out. Um, you can listen to me talk about the pilot um, with these two guys. But you gave the pilot pretty high marks um, and said you, we would, did. you if, if, if it was the first time you saw it, you would continue watching the series after seeing that pilot and we did if magnum ernst had been the first episode you watched what do you think would have happened next you know that's tough for me because i thoroughly enjoyed magnum ernst because i watched a pilot Mm-hmm. So here we are. I, I don't know if you had a chance to talk about the episode on your show, but like here we are with Mr. Ernst being the sheriff. Like what? No one. There's literally no one who was born and grew up in the 90s who would have loved if the sheriff's like, hey, can you take my job for the day? We all thought the sheriff was amazing. And and so like here I am. Here is a guy who literally got a chance to live that dream and he took it all the way. He so took I. It. I, I loved it. If this was the first episode I watched, I don't know if I could have gotten the fact that this was just a guy who was running a ranch and getting to live that dream, but not really, like, not figuring out how to not be an asshole about it. And wholly unqualified to just be given someone's weapon. Yeah. Like, we uh, have well, seen... In- <laughs> He had a water gun. He couldn't have a gun. He had a fucking water gun, and it was amazing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I fucking love that. Like, wait, what's in your holster? Is that a water gun? And he's sitting there embarrassed. He goes, it was heavy, and I don't want that responsibility. 
That was so relatable. I fucking loved it. It was not, and then they go into gun safety after that. I know it was. <laughs> I was a like, weird... oh, this is interesting. I was like, thank, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you this is a like very responsible 20, episode. Forty years oh. too early. Yeah, he do does a couple of things though. There in like the blink of an eye. One, they talk about they they show you how to shoot a gun, which is a weird choice for a children's television. <laughs> it's a choice. Show. Yeah. <laughs> but then they realize that choice, and then they tell you. But don't do it if you don't know how, because it's dangerous. So I appreciate that. But I that was shocking to me. Sean, do you remember this one? Do you remember this one from watching as a kid? This one I didn't super remember. I I don't think I remembered this one. Um, But one thing that while I was watching it that I like appreciated, I was like, there's no like, uh, like forced rivalries or anything like that. Like all everyone's kind of getting along and doing their own thing. Um, and oh yeah, because you have um, we have Danny who's trying to start a museum. Yeah, there was. It felt like there was this like support group around everything that was happening, um, and no like nefariousness. And I was like, oh, I just feel really good watching this. It was it was a, it was refreshing. Aww. And I love and I love because the whole point with with Magnum Ernst with uh, Sheriff Ernst, he is sitting there trying to solve a thief case. Someone mm-hmm. has been stealing stuff. It turned out it's just a rat. A They're like, rat. oh, there's the pack a pack rat. rat. Yeah, there was literally <laughs> no villain. It was just the animal grabbing shit. And at like- that point, <laughs> at that point, I was like, oh, th- this isn't Scooby Doo. There's not someone hiding behind a pack rack mask. It's just a, a, an animal doing its thing. And people are like, oh, I now am no longer terrified that this place is a home for like miscreants. I mean, he really was the star. He were, he really was. He really was the star. I, I they really glossed over the fact though that like a rat is just they're like, well, he's probably just crawling through a hole in the wall. Get your stuff out of your locker. But room. then but then they obviously didn't... the rat goes back into his cage, his contrapment. Yeah. 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 yeah they put him on they display at the museum. There was a there was a great moment though that I really and I think you both probably loved this too. It was the good cop, bad cop take. <laughs> The fact that he was the 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 sole cop in the situation, being the good cop and the bad cop, interviewing just, his nephew. How do we know his you're nephew, my vacillating nephew. between? <laughs> he's like, would I really call you my uncle if I had to? You know, this might be where I learned as a child about entrapment. <laughs> you're right. I didn't know what entrapment was as a kid until this episode. Uh huh. So like. Props to the writers. Or this one was Clifford Fagan, I think, who has written some wild ones. He also wrote one of my favorites called Suspicion, which is another like caper kind of a thing. Uh, love that one. Can we appreciate how like progressive an episode like that is where you're introducing entrapment of, hey, don't trust when the cop is asking you questions because maybe they're trying to catch you in something for their own thing. Like that's fuck i didn't even realize how wait can we swear in your podcast i feel like we can swear yeah in your yeah podcast. okay yes, cool, cool. absolutely like fuck that blows my mind thinking about how they were teaching that in the early 90s but here's how you shoot a gun what well, one how to shoot a gun but then two here's what you got to watch out with the cops i can't fuck. get a read on this one like is it pro cop or not like do you are they are they saying cops I, entrap I, people or are they saying I, cops are awesome people who will give you their guns and you can be a cop too like i i think it's it's, it's kind of a mix they're they're playing yeah. it safe 
I feel yeah. like they're playing a safe thing about this, this episode. Call. Where it's like, hey, if we had that power, how mm-hmm. easily it is to corrupt. Mm-hmm. Can we appreciate the cops who don't let that corrupt them? Mm-hmm. Because the sheriff, the original sheriff, plays it super cool. It's like, look, I'm just going on vacation. Look, oh, hey, you know how you wrote these tickets for other people? Well, now I got to write a ticket for you because you set up the standard. Like, it's... A good setup with the the illegally parked. I'm putting in quotes. Illegally parked horse. Yeah, and then the, the you know the punchline when the actual sheriff comes back. It's like I got to give you a ticket for this. It's it's like okay, they're still going to do their job. And there's a donut bit. Oh my god, there's a yes. donut. So bit. I don't know if this is pro. Well, because if you remember, the sheriff's like, what "The fuck is wrong with this donut?" It's like, "Oh, it's oat bread." And he goes, "Oh, yeah. just kidding. It's delicious." <laughs> I I love that. Mr. Ernst has had uh, struggles with his diet before and needing to switch to healthier choices. So that was kind of a nice callback. There was some actual script continuity there. Uh, but it was weird. <laughs> it was a weird moment. Uh, I I thought this one was... It, you really had to suspend disbelief. Like, big time. Yes. I don't think even in the Southwest, Wild West of Tucson... Can a cop just hand over his gun to yeah. a civilian? Well, he never handed the gun, just the batch. No, he gave him his gun, didn't he? He did. He well, gave him. He, he was like, "Here gun. is everything," and he, and he gave him a siren. He gave him the hey, siren. I remember the siren. He gave him. Now I gotta. Now I'm gonna go and and look. But yeah, he gives him your your old sheriff starter kit. Sheriff starter kit. Okay, here's so that he, he was just too afraid. Mister Ernst was too afraid to actually take the gun. He just had the water gun until he could learn gun safety, which is responsible. I'll give Mister Ernst it, that. So he says. Uh, so he's got his, his little starter kit, and then he asks him. The, the original real sheriff asks him if he's familiar with a thirty-eight, and he's like, "Yeah, and a thirty-nine, and a forty, forty-one. Yeah." So he actually gives him the gun. Fuck! Oh my goodness, that is crazy. Isn't so it, to answer to answer your initial you, <laughs> question, if this was the pilot episode, I don't uh, know if I could keep watching. But because <laughs> I saw the original pilot episode, this episode holds a special place in my heart. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd echo that. <laughs> there were some other things that happened in this one um, that I thought were pretty fun. First of all, <laughs> oh, your thoughts on Madam Sonia? Was- oh my gosh. Well, because it taught me about entrapment, I feel mm-hmm. like it was a valuable life lesson. But it's mm-hmm. also like, do you really think you can pull off a woman just because yeah, you cover your head? Like, like he has, I, I don't want to say this as if it's an insult. He has like a manly face. Yeah, I don't think David Brisbane would be bothered by that. And and if you're a, a longtime listener of our podcast you know that ty does not like psychics oh you're right wait no we never aired that episode oh if you're not a long time listener <laughs> if you are now listening to the yay dude podcast today you know that. <laughs> now, why don't you like psychics so uh, there is a thing and if our guest who was on that show is listening to this i still love you you're a great friend I just can't support you in your decision. Uh, so I I don't believe people are, are genuinely talking with the dead. And then on top of that, 
if they are, they're doing it strictly for profit. Which I understand if you do something great, don't do it for free. I I just And that's how Ty feels about Madame Sonia. Yeah. yeah. So, so I hear this person is like, oh, I am a uh, psychic and I'm trying to read your palm. I'm like, okay, first off, this is just dumb bullshit. But then mm-hmm. two, you're pretending to be part of this dumb bullshit that's taking advantage of people. Oh, hey, do you want to believe that you can talk to your dead husband? I can go ahead and do that for you and then arrest you for that. And then arrest you. This is the worst kind of psychic. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is the worst psychic. So I have a negative opinion of psychics to begin with. No. And then this is just the worst of the worst of them. So you have to understand yeah. that when I was watching this, I, I, I lost track of the plot for a second. And all I could think <laughs> about was, how is Ty doing? <laughs> I lost track in the plot on this one, too, which does happen to me sometimes with Clifford Fagan episodes. I lose track of the plot in a, in a lovely way, though, right? Like, it takes me on a little detour where I get to come back later and say, wait, what? What happened? Uh, and this was one of those for me. And I, I'm interested in how well you were able to follow it because I didn't. And I don't know if that was me being an idiot or if this is just how that one went. Well, I'm kind of I curious. wasn't sure what was happening with the museum. That for- whole subplot was was uh, somehow the punchline of the episode, too? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. the punchline. I was like, hey, I want to put together a museum. Like, That's actually kind of a good idea. And then they don't actually spend the time catching the animals. So then they have, like, stuffed animals and a watermelon that's dressed, like, dressed up as a animal. And, and and so like that point, yeah, it was just the joke of like, hey, here's a great idea, but y'all were terrible at your implementation. I, I, at that point, I would say the museum was just the I would even call it the C plot that just didn't really bear the results that would make it beneficial. But it also kind of points out like, hey, we're kind of poking at people who have great ideas, but then just don't follow through, mm-hmm. which is very realistic. Mm-hmm. That's true. It, you know, if if I were to say one thing about this episode, I realistic is definitely the word I would choose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I know I mean, you like to rate these episodes out yeah. of ten horseshoes. What are you rating this one? Oh God, I don't know. It, uh, well, I I want to hear from from both of you first. I don't want my opinion to color your your rating. Can I be like a Schrodinger's horseshoe? Okay. Oh yes, please. I want to hear. I this. think it was both like a a three and a, and a nine. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the that. Ni- the nine for like I don't care how absurd this was. I'm in, and then the mm-hmm. three for the obvious reasons. And I, so I don't. I don't know. I I would watch it again. I guess probably over yeah. some more whiskey. If I'm rating yeah. this based off just entertainment, yeah, I would give it a nine. It was very entertaining for me and i i give it that entertainment because i've seen the pilot so i i see where they take just the whole essence of hey dude and then took it on a wild run we were basically riding an unbroken horse that entire episode and it was amazing and i loved it it's just rocket if i'm trying to base this off of hey how does this compare to just television in general if i had no context I'd be like, this is too ridiculous. So I can definitely mm-hmm. see the Schrodinger's horseshoe 
in yeah. this situation. I love that. I'm going to use that term because we feel that way often, Jess and I do, about episodes of Hey Dude. It's like, well, this is both really high and really low, and I'm not sure. So we usually <laughs> split the difference. Uh, but that that's how I feel about this one, too. I, like I said, it's a Clifford Fagan. You never know. I mean, it's a wild ride, right? You're you're holding on to Rocket, the Buck and Bronco with this one. I, like that, I yeah. finished watching it and I had a smile on my face. But if you asked me what happened in it, I wouldn't be able to tell you. It was well said. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. It seems as though there were a few things trying to happen. One, teach kids about gun safety. Check got that one taken care of. Obviously. Teach people about the corruption of power in the police system. Mm-hmm. They tried to squeeze a uh, meditation in there. I don't know if y'all remember that they one did. moment. He's just kind of just omen on the bench. Yep. So That's mindfulness right. and yeah. stress relief. And then um, I don't know, some probably something about Southwest critters. Like what what sort of creatures they didn't bring they didn't even they didn't even bring ethics into that like it wasn't no they they brought in the entrepreneurship of of, hey you can actually take desert animals Mm -hmm. and then have people pay you to see them like put them in a cage yeah just ruin their lives for your Mm -hmm. benefit there you go and oat bread. Yeah. That was the fourth (laughs) the fourth thing. That was the fourth thing. Oh uh what was it? Oat bran donuts. Oat nuts. Donuts. Oat nuts. Hmm, I don't love that, <laughs> but I don't not love it. So as experts on Nickelodeon shows, tell me your favorite Nickelodeon shows. Ty, do you think we're gonna I think we I think we're gonna have similar answers to favorite shows. Yes. So for me, at least, my favorite shows of Nickelodeon, uh now versus a kid, that's gonna be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, I watched co- uh, shows as a kid that I'm like, oh, this is just amazing. And then going back to shows that I missed as a kid and seeing Nickelodeon shows, I'm like, oh shit, I can't believe I missed this. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, like my jam was Avatar, uh, Rugrats was a big thing, Doug, uh, Carissa explains it all. And and for the most part, as adults, I I feel the same way. But I also have to include shows that I didn't watch as a kid. So like, Hey Dude was really fun for me. Coming back to um, the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, that was so much fun. That kind of blew my mind. I was like, How the fuck did I sleep on this show? Mm-hmm. And then of course the Adventures, uh, the Secret Life of Alex Mack. Is it the 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 Adventures of, of Alex Mack or was it the Secret Life? I can't Secret remember. World, right? Secret the World, right? Secret World. world. Yep. That's what yep. it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I liked that one too. You hit a lot of really good ones there. So I, I think I'll I'll simplify my answer to as a kid, Rugrats was my jam. Uh it was the first show I remember watching. Hey Arnold, a little bit older. Oh, hey Arnold, that's right. Um as an adult, Ty's gonna like this answer, uh, Avatar, because <gasps> I hadn't seen it as a kid. And I think it's one of the strongest ones. Um, I, I could, you know, we should probably have a podcast on this. so We could talk about all of our favorite ones. <laughs> I know. You know? <laughs> so do you, for for someone who is going to be tuning into your podcast, because what Jess and I say is law, uh, they so you will be uh, getting some, some folks headed your direction. What will they be able to find all of those shows on Whiskey Lodeon? Have you talked about all, each of them? Yeah, uh, each of the shows we listed, we've already covered an episode on, or two. Awesome. Uh, so we are on Apple, Spotify, just anywhere you can get podcasts, Whiskey Lodian. Uh, we're also uh, 
going to be on, I guess, we're not banned on Facebook like you are. So we have Facebook and Instagram under Whiskey Lodian. Not yet. Not yet. It could yeah, be. If we, if we you try to find Joe Torres, we there. might get banned too. Uh-huh. Well, we're all connected now. We're in it. You're yeah. connected. You've, you've <laughs> connected with me. So now it's you're part of this. That's right. Just wait. Complicit. You're about to get booted off probably too. <laughs> we're too close to where he is, I'm sure. <laughs> if you had to speculate on where Joe Torres is, based off of your your knowledge now, watching these episodes with us, where do you think he is? If I'm being completely honest, I think <laughs> what happened was is he realized women or men, I don't know who he's interested in, were only interested in him because of his character. And so he distanced himself as a way of saying, I want to find true love that isn't dependent on the fact that I was on this show. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go a little simpler. That's a smart thing to do. Okay. (laughs) I want to go simpler. That's a smart thing to do. (laughs) That's a smart thing. Yeah, which which one? Uh, he's a he's chilling at a local pub. Which Probably, local pub? Right? Probably. Yeah, which, he's or he's still on set. I think. I think. Uh, I I think you know the shows were low budget, so they just only had like one transpo van, and yeah, you know, he's probably like, "Yo, motherfuckers, I was gonna get in. You left me there. He's still there." <laughs> Which is or, why you're going to find think, him when you see him. If I take a more, I, know, yeah. I wouldn't call this malicious, but if I take a more like <laughs> intentional approach, he could be waiting until it's the 40th anniversary, and then he can write a book called Why I Disappeared. And what? people would buy that shit out the wazoo. Oh my god, I would be the first one. Sign sign me up. I, I, that would be amazing. There is I, There are actually quite a few things coming out in the next few years here we've got a listener who is writing a nickelodeon book uh and i i'm so interested to see if anything truly does surface here in the next few years because like we've said the time for nickelodeon is now like 90s nickelodeon is making a major comeback uh shows like yours are a big part of why so very excited for um your season three you are um just recording it now, right? So, well, by the time this airs, season three will be out now. Have you ever been troughed, either of you? <laughs> like, What's I your experience I love with that troughs? As a verb, yes. Yeah. Have you Any, ever, have been ever been troughed? Have you ever had a trough incident or a trough adjacent incident? Trough I feel adjacent. like I almost got troughed today. I was hanging out with oh, Sean. Yeah. He uh he has these reclining, wonderful, comfortable chairs. But like I I was trying to sit down too soon. And so I almost got troughed <laughs> at the fact that I was just falling into this chair. Yeah, you did sit down soon. Yeah. You're ready to be in that chair, yeah. Yeah. So have I ever yeah. like fallen into water? I can't recall the last time I did. A self-fulfilled prophecy, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That is very good. I like that. <laughs> what about you? When's the last time you've fallen in a trough? Oh, my God. Or something of you would, this sort. Well, I'm not the one who, of, of the two of us, Jess and myself, uh, she is the one who is more often in a trough. 
Uh, she actually just went um, glamping the other day and there was a trough hot tub. So she <gasps> troughed herself many times um, by choice. So I'm for, loving this for, as a verb. Yeah. You yes. troughed yourself? Troughed herself. So Jess has been troughed a few times, but never by accident. You know, come back to me because when we go visit the Tanky Verde Ranch here in Tucson in just a few weeks... Um, my understanding, based off of what I've seen from this show, is that there's just troughs everywhere. And you just got to keep your head on a swivel. So, so. I want to ask a really important question. Mm-hmm. And and I hope Jess isn't listening to this until after your visit. Okay. Uh, out of the two of you, who would push the other into a trough? Oh, my God. Neither one of us would push the other one. And I wish that... Here's the thing. I would like she's the <laughs> I more, wish she would. <laughs> she's the more likable friend, right? She very much would never push me in a trough. I totally would push her in a trough, but because she's so likable, I wouldn't do it. I feel like you still should. You think? Because here's the thing. She's so likable, she wouldn't yeah. turn it against you. That's true. Maybe. Hmm. Ooh, and tricky. and yeah. she would talk about it falling like, yeah, and my friend was just pranking me and pushed me into a trough. It wouldn't be seen as, oh, this person's a bitch. It would be like, <laughs> oh, they keep watching this as a show. And then she finally got to experience it herself. We could I, reframe like you were you were re- very yep. good at reframing. Like I didn't push her in the trough, but I did help her get out of it. Like, you know, I, the only reason I pushed her in right was so that I could help pull her out. Right. So it was really it was about that part and not about the pushing part. It was about the pulling out. You part, wanted maybe. to show her how helpful you mm-hmm. could be. Yeah, that's, that's not right. a bad idea. Maybe Ty, so. Maybe I, I push her in a trough. I think you and I, Ty, would would hold hands and jump in together and be oh, trough for twins. Sure, we would absolutely hold hands and do it together. Trough twins for life. Trough twins. <laughs> you know they've got a big round trough there on the yeah. ranch that easily would fit multiple people. Absolutely, everybody could get in the trough. I feel like I'm going to start seeing troughs more often now. Once you once you see a trough, yeah, you we can't put it out there. unsee that trough. You just well, now that we know it can be verbed, and oh. I say verbed like it was actually mm-hmm. a verb. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of want to use it now. I was like, dude, you just troughed yourself. <laughs> can you tell someone to go trough themselves? Yes, go trough yourself. Go oh, trough that's yourself. Yeah. good. When Feels I try right. to make clean clean versions of these episodes so that my son can listen, I can just bleep out fuck that's for right. trough. <laughs> <laughs> Off. It'll be very obvious. Go trough yourself. <laughs> you troughing idiot. <laughs> Shut the trough up. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give you some space. If there's anything else you want to share about your show, about Hey Dude, anything. This was really fun getting to talk. Oh, you have been so much fun. I, I will go ahead and say, if you guys love uh, them, Teresa and Jess, Absolutely, come see them on our show. We had them on the Whiskey Lodian podcast again. That's Whiskey Lodian, uh, just L O D E A O N, uh, D E O N. Why don't I slur that? Because I've been drinking it might be because alcohol. Of the cocktails. Yes, it could be that. Yeah. So absolutely, if you enjoy them, come over see how they do on our show. Because like Teresa is amazing. And wait, don't you have a soccer match you got to go to? And you've been drinking. I yeah, want to see I'm how you. I want to <laughs> see how you coach after the influence of alcohol has entered. <laughs> I don't think it really matters because I believe that all the teams tie every week, regardless. 
So what influence do I have either way? I, it can't be much. You can make them feel more free because you are no longer under the constraints of societal pressure. Yes. See, I'm telling I you. I am not this a suburban mom. Hey, dude goes deep. I'm telling you. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Well, cool. I'm glad uh, you've been able to reignite your love or or start a love of Hey, Dude, because it is the best show. I And it, like... I, I I'm so fond of it now because of, and I'm sure you you both feel this way about podcasting with your friend. Like it really takes everything up to the next level. For sure, it really does yes, right? It really does. Jess and I get really emotional almost sometimes when we talk about what we're doing. Do you guys ever have that moment where you guys are talking? Like, wait, 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 save it for the podcast. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> we definitely do. So often. Yeah, no, I think that I think that what we do and I think that what the two of you do is super important. It's silly, but it's important because it, you're putting out like joy into the universe. I really feel that way. And I think it's so fun to listen to both of you. And I hope you like listening to both of us and sharing friends in your ears about something that is nice. <laughs> it's yeah. nice to watch Nickelodeon shows. It so, is. And thank fun. you for sharing that joy with us, too. Yeah. And vice versa. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited for season three. Hope you all are excited for season four. And um, we will have to do this again. This has been a delight. Absolutely. Thank you for calling us. We can't wait yes. to talk to you oh, soon. I forgot. I called you. That's probably going to be a really <laughs> big long distance charge. No, Ty has lots of minutes still. Oh, good. Obviously. I have the, over I have the unlimited plan because okay, I, cool. I expect people from all over to call me. No, I did. Yeah. So I should have asked you to tell our listeners about the cocktail that you made, if you don't mind. Yes. So we made a blackberry bourbon lemonade. So I basically, in a blender, blended about a cup and a half of, of blackberries, two lemons, and a gallon of water. And at that point, I'm just letting that blend and then go through a fine mesh strainer and then mixing it with some bourbon. I think with a glass... With the glass we have, I think we did like two ounces of bourbon and the rest was just the lemonade. And it's so delicious because I only added like maybe two tablespoons of sugar for the whole gallon. So that bourbon adds the sweetness to it. So it's not overly sweet. And it's just that perfect balance. Oh, yeah. What do you think awesome. of it? Because I know you made well, it Well, I don't well. make cocktails as well as you do. And I was doing it at like 930 in the morning. So um, <laughs> I did think it was good. I did think I it was good. I love that sentence so much. But I <laughs> I definitely need to try it with all the proper ingredients and care. Um, but it, what is your favorite for both of you? What's your favorite drink you've had on your show? Ooh. Did we do a uh, like a, a, an old fashioned that was um, like ch like a chai chai tea situation? Ooh. So we did we did a this was a chai toddy. So we basically had a chai tea uh, that we mixed. So a chai toddy is basically just whiskey lemon. Uh, and tea and so we did this with just whiskey cinnamon and chai tea and it just mm. oh my gosh like mm. autumn in a glass autumn in a glass if you that... want to get even more autumn you can take a cider and just add a shot of rye whiskey and now you got a whisker and that is yes oh, and that yeah. is a supreme fall drink i will okay. say too ty is a mastermind at this and he's also really open to improvising. So sometimes we'll like open my fridge and we'll look at something like, what would happen if we added that to it? So I say, experiment away. 
You yeah, know? experiment away. Yeah, season Fuck to around taste. And find out. Drop if you don't know how to season, just around. try Fuck things around, until you know? your ancestors say, "Please stop." <laughs> Please stop. Well, we will um, maybe need to hit you up for a signature cocktail idea for our trip to the Tanque Verde here coming up because that a fall whiskey trail cocktail sounds like the perfect thing to do <gasps> with with Jess and Tucson. Speaking of trail mix, mm-hmm. yes. Sean just made this wonderful mix. It's it's popcorn, it's chocolate granola uh, with freeze-dried strawberries, goji berries, cashews, and then like this, almost like a sugar cookie that was crumbled up. And it's amazing trail mix. Absolutely. Awesome. I highly recommend. It is amazing. That sounds really good. You got to be eating trail mix when you're talking about, hey, dude. Are you even trail mixing? If you're talking about people on the trail, are you trail mixing? That's right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, this was an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you both. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Oh, Jess, why didn't why didn't you say anything on the call, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you were just sitting here silently. I was. I was so quiet and just uh for glimpsed <laughs> with uh it was it was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. In addition to having COVID, and I wasn't able to be on the call, and I'm like sad. I missed out. Yeah, it was fun. Those guys are felt great fun. Go check out the show. They do all sorts of different Nickelodeon shows. I got to be a guest on an episode that they did about Hey Dude. I got to be the the expert. <laughs> And lifelong dream. You know what? I am a GD expert at this show. So there you go. Go check out that <laughs> episode specifically, but check out all of them. It's great fun. <laughs> Do you want to give this episode a rating? Or we never talked about the the climax of the show, the ending. Where they figured out that a pack rat actually was stealing everything. And then there's the grand reveal that the pack rat got loose, but they still have a show a museum mm-hmm. um with a barn kitten and a turtle probably a tortoise and then mr ernst has to give his sheriff stuff back yeah after also they ate some donuts uh-huh wheat flour donuts or something she's got oat bran in these donuts Help okay. with your cholesterol. I bet that's continuity because Mr. Ernst has mm. to be on a healthy diet. Yeah. So good thing they slipped that one in there, but they did say shoot at people with guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You want to rate this one? Like a 20 out of 10 horseshoes. Um, it gets <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I don't know how to rate it. Can we just give it a different scale? Yeah, maybe we should use... Yeah, what scale should we use? Nine out of nine pack rats for me. Mm, yep. What what scale would you use? Bugles? <laughs> I would give it five out of five bugles. Which includes all kinds of bugles as well as beagles. I don't know what I would give it in terms of horseshoes. Yeah, but- sh- I mean, I feel like five... Makes sense because it got a lot docked for the like shooting a person thing. <laughs> but at the same time, it did teach kids about entrapment. And I think it's really important that kids know 
if you're a cop, you have to tell me. <laughs> so I think it, gain, it gains the five back. Yeah. I, it, it, this was a wild ride. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Uh, I can't. I can't give it horseshoes. I am gonna have yeah. to stick with you. Oh, well, let's just, let's just give it donuts. Oh, there you go. Brand donut. It gets a brand donut. It gets an oat brand donut. <laughs> uh, where do you think Joe Torres is? Because I think he probably opened his own high desert museum with um his uh snakes and everything. Has to be. Has to be. Gosh. That would make me so happy. I want to go to this museum so bad. One me of too. our favorite activities that you and I have together is to go to small county fairs mm-hmm. and look at the like agricultural exhibits. Mm-hmm. The prize, your prize vegetable. and Yeah, your prize gourds. Um, also your quilts. Yeah, yeah, collection of spoons, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. And see... Mm-hmm. What gets the first prize? Blue ribbon. Um, especially exciting when there is only one entry in uh, a category. Love yes. it. This yes. gave me those vibes. Mm-hmm. Very much. I don't know why everybody was so disappointed. If you have high desert museum aspirations, but maybe mm-hmm. are not trying to tie yourself to a specific location because you're trying to fly under the radar, mm. you're best option might be to travel from small county fair to small county fair and just display your exhibits mm-hmm. a week at a time and then yeah. take off to the next one. So oh. maybe see what kind of small county fairs are coming around. Mm-hmm. I bet you have some good ones over by you. I didn't make it last year, but yeah, fingers crossed for some wintry holiday events. I bet you that's what he's doing. I bet he's on the exhibit circuit. Mm. Showing off salamanders and snakes, home snakes and stuff. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I forgot that the grand finale of the episode is he uh, brings out a skunk um, that is clearly a stuffed animal. So many things happened. I would give this episode also just a Vanderdibble. Oh, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at yaydudecast is the Instagram. And you can send us an email at yaydudecast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Uh, If you feel as though you are an expert on some sort of small desert exhibit type of thing, Give us a Ooh. give us a ring on the podcast phone or send us an email or comment on Instagram and come come join us on the pod. Tell us about it. Well, well good times. Yeah. Great. Good times great up. Good times great up. And I love you and I wish Joe Torres so much well. I know. I wish him tidings of comfort and joy. Mm-hmm. Blessings. Yeah. Joe Torres, be well. Be well. All right, love you. Bye for now. I love you. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.